Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kadiohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. With all the things going on around the world, it's easy to become concerned. However, remember that Jesus has it all under control and he's given us his word to guide us and comfort us as his return draws closer and closer. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will update us on Iran threats to Israel and the U.S. Embassy's relocation to Jerusalem possibly this year. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on February 25th, 2018. I want today for us to redirect the focus of our attention back to the Middle East specifically as it relates to what's happening in and even to Israel. Now, I realize that there is so much happening here in the U.S. If you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, it's getting rather disturbing to see what's happening in this country. I have to say... I'm sad to say that the United States, as we know it, is rapidly becoming the divided states. And here's the thing. It seems that because of this, America is now sealing its fate. Lest you think that I've given up hope on this great country, I love this country, Let me hasten to say that my hope is not in this world, but in Jesus Christ, who will soon take us out of this world. One of the things, and I've I've shared this in the past, perhaps it's worthy of saying again today, I think that it is important for us as Christians to loosen our grip on this world and the things of this world. Because the things of this world are passing away. And I know for myself, one of the things God has done in my life, in and through Bible prophecy actually, is that, again, though I love this country, He's really loosened my tight grip on this country and this world as we know it. It's been said that soon one life will be passed and only that which was done for Christ will last. You know what that means? (laughs) 
that when we come to the end of our lives, or should the rapture take place prior, that when it's all said and done, Paul writing to the Corinthians describes it this way, everything that we did in our lives is going to have to stand the test of the fire. And if it's wood, hay, and stubble, it's going to be consumed. If it's precious gold and silver, it's made more valuable and more pure by that fire. Again, only that which we do for Christ will last when soon one life will be passed. When I get to the end of my life, I want for the Lord to say to me, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in. And I hope, I hope He doesn't make me watch while that pile burns, because <laughs> my wood, hay, and stubble pile is going to take a while, <laughs> because there's a lot of that. Thankfully, it will be completely consumed. But I want that same fire to also purify that which I did for Christ. And one of the things that the Lord has really ministered to me over the years is how it is that, especially here in this country, and again, I hadn't planned on going this far with it, but maybe I need to. I love this country. Had it not been for my parents immigrating legally to this country, I don't know that I would be alive, let alone saved, by the way. I owe my very life to my parents leaving and fleeing Islam in the Middle East and coming to America, this great country. So I love this country, but I think we need to be careful this isn't our home. This is not our final destination. I think we do err greatly when we lay our roots down too deeply in the soil of this temporal world. Because Jesus said in Matthew 6, that where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. In other words, if your treasure is here, where moth and rust can destroy and thief can break in and steal, it's vulnerable. Conversely, if you lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where moth and rust cannot destroy, where thief cannot break in and steal, that's different. And if you lay up treasure there, then guess where your heart's going to be there, right? He didn't say where your heart is, there will your treasure be. No, where your treasure is, there will your heart be. Well, let's get to our... <laughs> Prophecy update here. Maybe that was a word for somebody. I need to proceed with the presupposition that, for the most part, you're aware of these three key Bible prophecies that we talk about a lot, and we talk about them a lot because they are today in play. Specifically, not in any particular order here, but Isaiah 17 concerning the destruction of Damascus, Syria. Ezekiel 38, concerning a Russian-Iranian-led alliance that attacks Israel. And Zechariah 12, concerning Jerusalem being the intoxicating obsession of 
the entire world. Now, why do I zero in on these? Because it seems that it's now on a weekly, and I would even suggest on a daily basis, that we are moving faster than ever toward the fulfillment of these prophecies. You know, it wasn't that long ago that it didn't take me as long to prepare a prophecy update. Now, with everything that's happening, and as swiftly as it's happening, it takes me, and I'm not exaggerating, it takes me two days. Probably, if you were to time it, it would probably work out to about 20 plus hours spread out over two days for one prophecy update. That's why I always get a kick out of when somebody online posts a comment and says, you need to do these every day. I'm like, (laughs) there's no way I can do these every day. It takes me two days just to do one because so much is happening. Even five years ago, I, I would have never imagined that I would be standing behind this pulpit, as is my privilege to do, in 2018 and be talking about the things that we're talking about that are taking place in real time right now as we speak. That's how fast everything is happening. Bear with me. I want to start with this report published in Haaretz about how Netanyahu threatened to act against Iran. Let me quote just one excerpt from the report. Netanyahu, you got to picture this, right? Netanyahu held up a piece of an Iranian drone Israel shot down last week after it infiltrated its territory. Holding the wreckage... Netanyahu asked Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javed Zarif, who was sitting in the crowd holding this piece from this drone that they destroyed belonging to Iran, uh, do you recognize it? (laughs) You should. It's yours. (laughs) Don't test us. Wow. Whoa. What was Iran's response? (laughs) Breaking Israel News published a report on the response from Iran, in which they quote, no surprises here, an Iranian official who threatened to level Israel to the ground. A senior Iranian official threatened to level Israel to the ground on Monday in an interview with the Arabic languages news outlet Al-Manar about Netanyahu's unwise words, quoting, I should say that if they carry out the slightest unwise move against Iran, we will level Tel Aviv to the ground and will not give any opportunity to Netanyahu to flee. The article goes on to say that the U.S., and Israeli leaders don't know Iran and don't understand the power of resistance and therefore they continuously face defeat. Today, 
The situation of the U.S. and Israel indicates their fear of the Zionist regime's collapse and the U.S. decline. To me, these kinds of threats can only go on so long before war ultimately breaks out. It reminds me of what Jesus said in answering the disciples' question about what will be the signs of your return and of the end of the age. And Jesus says there's going to be famines and pestilence and wars and threats of wars. There's going to be earthquakes in different places. And he likens all of them to birth pains, which come in greater frequency and with greater intensity. According to this analysis in Arutz Sheva, it seems that war is going to break out at any time. Listen to this. Commander of IDF operations said in an interview on Monday that, quote, we will probably witness a major war between Israel and the Iranian Axis this year. He stated that, quote, the year 2018 has the potential for escalation, not necessarily because either side wants to initiate it, but because of a gradual deterioration. This has led us to raise the level of preparedness. He added that his assessment was based on what is currently happening in Syria, Syria, where the Russian and Iranian-backed pro-Assad axis is in the process of eliminating the last pockets of resistance. And then they said this, listen, the seriousness of the situation has been underlined by a recent statement of the Iranian general overseeing Iran's preparations for a war with Israel. Speaking of the preparations for a war this year, in May of this year, the Trump administration will officially relocate the U.S. Embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And get this, it will be timed according to the 70th anniversary of the rebirth of the nation Israel, May 14, 1948. I've been reading a, a lot on this, and it's very interesting that there was, and speculation abounds as to the reason why, when initially we were told that it would take a long time to do this, then all of a sudden... We're going to do it in May. And this week is March. So let's see, March, April, May. So now we're talking about weeks instead of years. What happened? Oh. Again, speculation abounds. I would suggest this. The reason is, is because Bible prophecy has an expiration date a shelf life, if you will. Now, I've had people ask me, what do you mean when you say that? Well, well, think about this. 
things are in place right now, today, that cannot logically still be in place, say, years from today. It's that proverbial, when the iron's hot, strike. Think about it this way. How about five years ago? Things are moving so fast, even too fast. So, if you don't do it now, you won't be able to do it. That's why everything is happening the way it is. I cannot, and and please stay with me on this, I cannot imagine a scenario where the nations today, chiefly Russia and Iran, would be as aligned as they are today, five years from today. Things are moving too fast for that to stay that way. Does that make sense? The momentum is too fast. It's an unstoppable momentum that would lend itself to changing the entirety of the geopolitical landscape even two, three years from now. Just think about what's happened just in the last year. So much has happened so fast in just one year. And that's why I believe it is that all of a sudden now we're talking about May 14th of 2018 on the 70th anniversary of the rebirth of the nation of Israel, which, by the way, was the most significant prophecy concerning Israel as God's prophetic clock. To me, it sped up as of May 14, 1948, when in the fulfillment of key Bible prophecy, especially in Ezekiel, when by one vote at the UN, Israel was reborn as a nation. Very interesting because the prophecy in Ezekiel is, can a nation be born in a day? (laughs) Watch me now. And the dead bones are now alive again. And Israel is back in the land again. And the leaves on that fig tree, a symbol, a national symbol for Israel, are returning. And Jesus said that the generation that is alive, that witnesses the rebirth of the nation of Israel, the leaves returning to the fig tree, will be the generation that sees the coming of the Son of Man. Wow! We are that generation. Even if you're my age, (laughs) cut a little bit close, but you know, we're still, I believe, in there. Here we are, 70 years later. And isn't it interesting that a move such as this would take place on that day? That's not all. The Jerusalem Post is also reporting that, according to Nikki Haley, Trump's Middle East peace plan is nearly ready. She addressed this and a number of issues, among them the likelihood that the U.S. would push for a Palestinian state. Huh. These comments came two days after Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas made a speech to the U.N. Security Council in which... He requested 
the UN find an alternative to solely U.S. mediated negotiations. He's going all over the world trying to find somebody to broker a peace deal other than the United States. I don't think it's working out too well for him. According to Wynat News, Nikki Haley is also saying that said peace plan, quote, won't be loved by either side. Pay attention. She announced in Chicago that the Trump administration is finishing up a draft Mideast peace proposal, which also won't be hated by either side. It remains vague on whether it centers on a two-state solution, but says it's a matter for Israel and the Palestinians to decide. Haley announced that the Trump administration's first draft of a Middle East peace plan that won't be loved by either side is approaching its completion and will be presented in the near future. Hmm, I wonder what near future means. How soon is near future? And why the sudden, if I can use that word, push? What's the hurry? Let's get the embassy. What's the hurry? Let's get this peace plan. What's the hurry? Oh, the hurry is things are moving so fast. You have to strike while the prophetic iron is hot. Ynet News goes on to quote Haley as saying, The United States knows the Palestinian leadership was very unhappy with the decision to move our embassy to Jerusalem. You don't have to like that decision. You don't have to praise it. You don't even have to accept it. But know this, that decision will not change, Haley told Abbas, who walked out after delivering his remarks. There was one of the Palestinian spokesman who basically told uh, Haley to shut up, shut her mouth, in Arabic, to her, close your mouth. And Haley's response was, I'm not going to close my mouth, I'm not going to shut my mouth, I'm going to open my mouth. And she did. But, what's the push And especially, why are we so obsessed with this notion of a two-state solution? That's Zechariah 12. The obsession of the entire world will be this burdensome boundary stone of Jerusalem, dividing Jerusalem, cutting up Jerusalem and God declares, if you cut up Jerusalem, I will cut you up. I I know I said this once and maybe it should be said again in the context of what we're talking about today when we talk about how divided the United States of America is. And please hear me out. United we stand, divided we fall. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. 
This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to inspiritandtruthradio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.